and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. This one covering House of the Dragon, episode nine of the first season, titled The Green Council. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, I'm joined by Marcelie Jean-Pierre. Ahoy. <laughs> Rob Alessiani. Straight out of Flea Bottom. <laughs> and David Danella. Where we go. Uh, where, <laughs> what's, no. the Q, what's the cue for are you, are you gonna say where we go one we go all we just shut this podcast down yeah. what done. what is is that is that that's q anon right that's q anon oh god <laughs> i hate that i know that. we're trying to get our numbers up yeah. all right stark raven man has made its uh right wing pivot <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, episode nine, first season, The Green Council. Before we get to discussing it and our first impressions, I do want to mention once again that if you go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, you'll be entered to win something, Stark Raven Mad, uh, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragony. I looked on Tuesday when we were supposed to record, and I, nothing jumped out at me. And I looked at today, Thursday, when we are recording, nothing really jumped out at me. So I may just offload this task to more capable um one more capable person to find something something good so we'll announce that on the next episode but sorry are you, you're talking about you didn't find any gear nothing that i really that i would want to give away uh so we'll keep looking no, that's all stuff we'll, you want to keep what about a handmade <laughs> what about a handmade game of thrones ornament i could i could have katie make one of those sure yeah hey listen game of thrones fans this must be huge for you because not only is this going to be a handmade unique thing but it's going to be something that it's been touched by a woman so <laughs> the combination of the two is, it could be big for a lot of you yeah uh we'll see if that comes together uh if not we'll also announce a prize another prize I mean, we can do both we can do- we'll, we'll yes. pay katie whatever we were going to pay on amazon a hundred dollars 1999 plus shipping and handling yeah uh <laughs> yeah uh so we do have one more person who has uh who has jumped into this race uh and we are no strangers on this podcast to criticism so no. I just want to prepare people for for that because it's coming. I it's hope this one scares David. This is a critical review. This is a critical critical review. It, let me, I don't read it. It is a I will I will say it is another five star review. Oh okay okay but okay. This may be one of my favorite reviews that we've gotten, even right. though there is a point here. So everybody, put on your put on your tough skin. I hope this tears David apart. I'll also uh, say this. It it does name everybody on this podcast. Let's go. Let's oh, go. God. Let's go. Oh look, I'm in a mood. My daughter just <laughs> shat in the put in the in the bath, and I'm I'm ready to go. Let's <laughs> let's also, it. We're all hanging by I'm still floating from uh, Tropical Delights uh, review last week. <laughs> tropical needs. Um, Guy rockets and in flight. The only other thing I'll say before I read this is it does also give someone some constructive criticism oh no oh no wait so it's 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 a negative review no it gives the show some negative review no and then somebody some specific negative review it is an overall very positive review but it does backhand compliment someone oh let's go all right okay all right (laughs) all right so this review from misonac we'll say that m-i-s-s-o-n-a-k uh from 10 12 2022 titled my favorite Game of Thrones podcast. So far, so good. And the review is as follows. Longtime fan of the podcast, uh, and when House of the Dragon premiered, one of my first thoughts was wondering if you guys would come back for it, and I'm so glad you did. It's a bit of a different show now, talking about our podcast. The old show was truly hilarious, but sometimes could veer too much into the kind of mildly exhausting improviser house party with everyone trying to outbid each other that I thought I had escaped when I left Chicago. Got us. Got what us. You, what you might lose in joke quantity, you gain in Rob being way easier to take. So I say- <laughs> I'm a father now. I'm a father. I've learned. I've, 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 I've uh... I've learned temperament, <laughs> modesty. So, so I say net gain, smiley face. I love hearing from David and Mike again, and Marcelie is great, but I do hope old voices like Whitney, second mention for Whitney, and Hunter can return even for one-offs as they are strongly missed. If you, guys, 
If you guys are in a fight, forgive each other for the sake of Viserys, who loves you all. I need to know which character will invent which popular modern cuisine. And if this, if you thought this person was kind of just saying that they were a longtime fan of the podcast, this person from that last line is a fucking longtime fan of this <laughs> They're podcast. They're a real fan of the podcast. Because that's like season three. Yeah, Hunter that's like going... predicted that Tyrion would Hunter invent predicted. pizza. <laughs> and, and, that, also... and that is actually why Hunter will not return, because he, he thinks that House of the Dragon should have addressed this. They had enough time by now. <laughs> Hunter also <laughs> said that, that the mountain would eat a man. um now that i know that i have not been um slighted in this uh or in this uh review i want to say uh misonex thank you your review is misonex misonex what is it (laughs) yeah i just heard you say it i can't i don't see it i Say well, it one more I'm time. Not sure. I'm not sure how it sounds or how it's said. It's M-I-S-S-O-N-A-K. I say Missonac. Missonac. Or Missonac. Miss Onac. Oh, Miss Onac. It could be Miss O. It could be Miss Onac. Yeah. Um Miss Miss. Sorry, Miss Onac. Anyway, um, whoever you are. This is good for the listeners. Yeah, they love it. They want to know that we're trying. Um, I want to say thank you your uh feedback is well heard just so that you know there has been no falling out with i well i actually i can't speak to whitney i haven't um spoken to her in a minute (laughs) i hope we're good um but um (laughs) hunter hunter remains a dear friend and he and i uh text about house of the dragon often i'll tell you something i love about hunter if i retweet anything with an animal in it immediate like immediate immediate what are you what are you retweeting with animals i like funny videos i all right we'll (laughs) talk we'll talk about it now we're fighting we've all we've all grown up a little bit (laughs) (laughs) all right so congratulations uh, rob i'm proud of you yes hey this is growth Uh, this is called growth for that rob you get the first first impression what did you think of episode nine the green council Oh, this this episode, um, it was fucking bonkers. This episode was crazy. Um, and I very much enjoyed it. And I thought that despite the internet, you know, we definitely kind of think of another pop culture uh, incident where it felt like, oh, you could have you could have just fixed everything if you had just done one yeah. simple thing and you didn't. Mm-hmm. But of course, the show would have been over. Just throw, um, thrown the ring into the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, take the, get, just call the Eagles first and just <laughs> like hitch a ride if you're going to do it eventually. Hitch a ride, yeah, fly Eagles fly, and just drop the ring into Mount Doom. Uh, you could have, you know, certainly could have Dracarys your way out of yeah. a whole lot of bloodshed going forward. Yeah. But a lot um, of chapters. And you weren't worried about like, we'll get there. But she wasn't worried about like nicety. She popped through the floor and killed <laughs> easily dozens. <laughs> of innocence only to spare the evil on the on the dais but you know she didn't want to rock them on the dais so i'm gonna leave it with that on the dais this is the new Uh, improved rob this is what this is what you asked for (laughs) well chosen bits uh david um yeah i mean uh very similar like honestly uh and i feel like this is not normally my thing was like when Rob was talking about the missed thing, I was like, what's he talking about? I was like, this episode was top to bottom a banger. Um, and the missed opportunity, Rob, she couldn't have burned all those people on the dais because then she would have burned the Iron Throne and then Drogon wouldn't have learned what symbolism was. <laughs> the Iron Throne wasn't later. there. They were in the dragon pit. Oh, what? <laughs> was the Iron <laughs> Throne not there? No. Well, then take move it. Then forget it's that. Permanently installed in the in throne room. All right. Okay. You know what? I gotta go. This is no, this no, is just no, jack no. Bullshit. Now you stay. I'll leave. I'll get better. I'll get wiser. I'll get stronger. No, I thought this episode was dope. Like this to me. Like I know everybody was like last week's episode was great. Last week's episode was really good. This week's episode was what I like about Game of Thrones, which was. Everything from last week's episode, plus a guy with a fucking foot fetish being a fucking like just like weird, <laughs> like weird funny shit too. Yeah, uh, it was go. like so much action. Finding the prince in a little fucking <laughs> cupboard, like oh man, god, what a good episode! 
I'm back. I'm back. I'm, Game of Thrones <laughs> is back, and I'm right there back with him. David just signed on for season two. Hey. Marsley. Uh, this is my favorite episode this season, yeah. and this is like the third time I said that. But this was, I mean, the last three episodes for me have just been bangers, and this one kind of just takes the cake. Um, it tonally, and I'm sure that there, um, that there was intention uh, behind it, but tonally, it reminded me of the uh, the Light of the Seven episode of season six when Cersei blows up the scepter and, you know, Tommen jumps out the window and all that stuff, lands into the jizz, whatever. Um, but yeah, I I very, very much enjoyed just like the shots were beautiful, the music, the the piano playing in the background, just it, it just added to the tension and you you knew shit was like, was about to go down like heavy. And Otto, man, Otto is the son of a bitch. He's a son of a bitch, it's and a um, menace. yeah, I, I, and I, 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 we'll get into it a little bit more, but I did actually start to feel a little bit bad for um, Allison, just a little bit, because I think cool. she was in over her head. But yeah, yeah. A top to bottom, amazing episode, best one of the season, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. I don't think that I liked it more than I liked last week's, but it had a lot of the same things that I liked, uh, which is the um, the political stuff, the the intrigue there, the political intrigue, the actual game <clears throat> of thrones within uh, the whole world. Um, and it is a game of thrones, isn't it? It is. And, and when you play it, you win or you die. Mm -hmm. um, so even though it was you know a very good episode, um, and some big things happened overall. It really was just the aftermath of Viserys dying. We're all in one location. Um, we do, it's all one sided, uh, seeing how these people deal with things up until the very end when she uh, busts through the floor. So we did see that that the beast beneath the boards was a literal beast beneath the boards. It was not Laris, as uh, I think I had said last last week and thought. Um, so keep it pretty open. What I think, did you like, Marsley? Yeah, I I liked again. I I liked the, the tension that was being built, um, and the, yeah, the pacing of the episode I think was just like masterful. Um, mostly, I just seeing how much was already in motion prior to all of this. I mean, it wasn't a surprise, but it was kind of like, oh shit! Like there are more people on this council that are already down to to move forward with this idea um than i had expected you know for um there to only really legitimately be one person on the entire council to be like hold up what hold up what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> and um yeah, we see how that that worked out i can't remember dude's name but um beesbury yeah beesbury my man bees uh <laughs> r.i.p like bleedsbury yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, a concussion, Barry. <laughs> yeah, it was off the tongue. Um, but no, I, I I really enjoyed that um that scene that sequence. I I enjoyed everything uh, with uh, Rainey's and um the big reveal at the end was something I definitely wasn't expecting. I had no mm -hmm. idea what was going on when the rumbling started. Um, I wasn't sure. I was like, is somebody coming in with the dragon? Like, what is going on? Um, did <laughs> somebody giant. turn the air on? I don't know. But um. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was phenomenal, phenomenal, and I I enjoy moments that like com like completely blow me away and completely like throw me off guard, and not just for the sake of um, shock value. Like this, this <laughs> actually made sense. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, she again, she did murder a bunch of people um, yeah. in order to escape, but I mean, she had to escape. You know, she had to get out of there because sure. she probably would have ended up dying herself. So. There there had to have been a different door though, right? Yeah. <laughs> we had the dragon door. Sure, surely the, their means of, of egress is not bust through the fucking floor. <laughs> each time, each and every time. And they just reset it. The dragon uh, keeper's just like, Jesus Christ, we uh, just, again? we just fixed that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought that was one of the bigger surprises that I've seen uh, in this, in this series. I would say that the, the, this episode, though, great. I don't think it's episode not typical episode nine of Game of Thrones big. 
mm-hmm. this this had a big moment. So it seems like they may be kind of bucking that trend. And next week is going to actually be season finale. Yeah, I mean, it's we're going to see some finale, death next but, week. But, yeah, some big stuff. Uh, but that yeah. moment, thought I thought it was great. Uh, every time she's like going back, like, why are you going? No, go the other way. What do you do? Like, go away <laughs> from that that action. Uh, and then she looks at it and she sees it and she's smiling. Like, oh yeah, here we go. Um, she sneaks sneaks down. I thought she was going to kind of sneak sneak away, but no, she's going down to get Maylis and uh, cause some cause some havoc. Well, I, you knew that she was gonna hop on her dragon when she got that smirk when because she kept saying like i have to go i have to go to the dragon pit and and the and the good twin was like you know no we can't and then he just disappeared somewhere i didn't see how he split off but then when she got that smirk when they were headed to the dragon pit Mm -hmm. she was like cool this works yeah she sees the skull of uh balerion and she's like oh yeah i got one of those i have one it's um it's it's wild (laughs) that they didn't have any of that part of the dragon pit guarded at all (laughs) that's that's why would you guard it you know that's like literally like the nuclear codes they're just like yeah whatever they're down there we're cool yeah i think everybody had to be at the the ceremony though like nobody wasn't there you know it's like it's like the queen's funeral everybody right, like everybody just, to steal like, the other crown jewels yeah yeah anybody who had a nice car there like it was a, it was probably a free-for-all if you wanted to steal like you know i don't know prince harry's <laughs> maybach <car. laughs> yeah, his maybach that he had in the garage downstairs um you know we were talking a lot about last week we were focused on the um you know the beware the beast beneath the boards what well, we, we we totally ignored her other prophecy which was beware the tootsie freak yeah. <laughs> the the beast beneath the boards was that massive boner that, uh... oh my god I, I mean like yeah that, this wasn't this wasn't your usual episode nine you know like surprising holy shit where did that come from death but this is the first game of thrones episode that confirmed you know like like basically just brought slash fiction to life um, like when, he, when that scene started playing out i was like what's happening right now she was just like taking off her her fucking stockings hey, she's like, getting what? comfy yeah <laughs> like, what is what is going on and then it went there and i was like this isn't oh oh yes. oh no oh all right yeah escalated and with these, these people uh, live among us yes yeah. <laughs> like y'all like listen to this like you don't have to fucking worry about dragons in your life you don't have to well i mean you have to worry about a lot of this government stuff you don't have to worry about <laughs> magic all that stuff yeah wiki feet but, but at your job there's somebody who fucking wants to see you with your shoes off and you know who it is and Lots you know who it is yeah <laughs> And you have, a, I, you have a hunch that's probably right. I think we should do something about this. <laughs> yeah. Because and they were I don't think guy, Game of Thrones uh, is wrong here. I think all of them are evil. <laughs> and I calling will continue this guy to call them, them before, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Diddlefoot. <laughs> that's how she's getting this information. And 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 this has been going on for years, apparently. Yeah, right. I was like... I was curious, like how long has this been going on? Because I I think on one of the YouTube breakdowns, somebody had like referenced an older episode where she like s- like very quickly takes off her shoes during one of their meetings. But it's like it happens so and like not so lightly. Scooby Doo, look at yeah. Think about it, and he's like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> his tongue unravels like yeah. like those old dog cartoons. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know. All said, a uh, a weird addition to this, but at the same time, like you know, I guess there's worse things you could have to give up. Like I feel like in Game of Thrones, people be like, "Oh, you have to sacrifice a kid," or you know, "I'm taking your I'm taking your child as my ward," and he's just like, "I just yeah. need to see some tootsies, yeah, please." Give me, yeah, let me see the pinky toe. He, so he yeah, killed his still... he killed his brother and father probably for like. For this, those feet or just like the 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 only fans like special access yeah and wasn't there an episode maybe it was earlier on but it was after they first started kind of getting close with the the information uh where i think it might have been chris uh cole who said laris is like leering at you right now mm-hmm. they were like outside and he's like laris is like really staring at you what's going on there 
Yeah. She was like, he's just happy to have a new job. He got promoted. Yeah, he's now he works lowered. with Foot Locker now. He's got a referee jersey on. How about the uh, the race to find Aegon? Oh, so good. Amazing. Yeah, the amazing race. So good. Amazing. Yeah. You got and, a, um, the twi- it really was like a reality show. You had twins on a team. Um, yeah. You had a guy with one eye. Come on. Can't beat it. Oh, yeah, that classic. Classic guy with that one eye. Classic <laughs> trope. Guy with one eye. Um, yeah. This was, dude this was really dope, swords. This, this was great. Like, uh, by the way, I feel like this episode has brought is bringing out every like it's like we're so hyped up about like all the fun and weirdness of this episode that like maybe Misa Nick's Miso Nack criticism is going to come back of us just doing bits <laughs> the whole time. Um, but it was great. Like it like, yeah, weird twins versus Kristen Cole, who has not aged still. And yeah. Damon who or Eamon, sorry, who is like sneaking around like yo he's like he's like my brother's kind of a fucking idiot yeah he's like i should be king why should he's like doesn't that sound pretty good me king like wouldn't that be something that's better for everyone yeah meanwhile Aegon's like like, yeah what he said yeah i agree yeah take it this show is so funny about yeah this show's so funny about when they respect what people want versus when they don't yeah 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 that's real and yeah i I think it it was just very telling that moment where pretty much like Aegon was begging them not to take him back he was just like yo you did you know what happened a couple episodes ago or what they did with (laughs) with laris like let me do that (laughs) or laenor uh was like Mm -hmm. i just i just want to go away and just live life and like fuck around yeah and and everybody has to know how He's he's such a fuck up. His mom knows it. His grandfather knows it. But they're forcing the issue. Meanwhile, like Aegon has just been like, I mean, like Amon has been just like preparing himself mentally, and like mm-hmm. he understands the he he's more of a warrior. He's he's just like more of a badass. He looks tougher. <laughs> you know, he's the mean? biggest like, dragon he, on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Like he he kind of checks all the boxes for the most part. Um, what, what has there been a a more cold blooded moment? Certainly in this series, but possibly like across all of Game of Thrones. Them, when I forget what he said to probably was it like, "Do you love me?" And she just said, "You imbecile." You imbecile. <laughs> <She> smiled. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, this she's like- dope." I'm starting to really like. I'm well, not. I'm not team. I'm not team Green, but I might be team Allison. Yeah. Well, th- and this episode split the two a bit, a bit, yeah. a bit. It's like, yeah. it's like kind of like where you're like, well, you know, I don't agree with Mitt Romney on like anything, but, but, but it seems right. like, but it seems like he's not going to storm the Capitol, you know, <laughs> like, um, you know, it, 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 the bar yeah. has been buried in the ground, but, but, but it, the bar is in hell, but which is, yeah. yeah, yeah, but, but hell has is, a basement. It's a, it's a <laughs> Yeah, this is a really good, I think, stray from the book because in the book, that whole conversation with with uh, Viserys does not happen. She just gets money hungry, not money hungry. She gets power hungry and says, "Okay, he's dead. Tell no one we're installing my son, uh, you know, as the king." And there is no like they've been plotting behind her back this whole time. It's it's very cut and dry. Like she's just on board with the co-conspirators. In this one, it's very much like, hey, I have new information. And they're like, yeah, cool. That that new information totally jives with this thing we were going to do anyway. So perfect. Yeah. Welcome aboard. And uh, which, also, this guy here is going to get death by giant marble. Yeah, which is a, a good point uh, because it does kind of, un, uh, in a way, kind of undercut Allison's big. I understand. Like I got you, Aegon or Viserys. I know, I know what to do here. But they were going to do this anyway, uh, so kind of takes the blame off of off of her. It is mm-hmm. funny when Allison goes to Otto and is like, "Hey, he told me that Aegon he wants he, Aegon to be the king," and even Otto was like, uh, "Are you sure?" Yeah. Looking at yeah. her like, 
Doesn't matter, but the, sure. The Larry David, are you lying? Look at her. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, everybody said that. Like, he, like Aegon's like, Dad hate, hated me. Yeah. <laughs> Dad hated my fucking guts. I knew him for 20 years. He never once even remotely said I should be king. Beesberry was like, I've known the king for 40 years. And we're like, we're believing this. Like, n- nobody believed this shit. Yeah. I guess they're... It would suck if that was Beesberry's idea for those balls on the, you know, how about we all have like a check-in system? Yeah. Yeah, that's how he meets his end. It's also, what does it accomplish? What the fuck do the balls accomplish? I don't know. If the person's there, then they're there. There's not, yeah, it's not like there's like 50 people in this council. Like you can just do a head count real quick. (laughs) Yeah, and there's no no recording, right? So it's not like you pull, like if you pull that ball back and go, this is, listen, this is off the record. And then they, you know, put the ball back in and like this back. No, no, no. It's not like there's a fucking tape. They had a stenographer stork in the back, like in Flintstones, and he's just (laughs) tapping into a stone block, like everything he hears. And he goes, it's a living. (laughs) (laughs) Is this like, is the balls just. I don't even know. Like, were they worried about shapeshifters? Was shapeshifters a thing? How do the balls prevent that? Yeah. Well, if you have your ball, it's like your ID card, right? So <laughs> it's like somebody <laughs> shows up and they look like Beesberry, but they don't have Beesberry's ball. It's like, what's they're all precogs. On? Those balls tell what the future says. Yeah. They put all the balls on the table and they say only Beesberry would know Beesberry's ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then he picks the wrong one and he gets shot <laughs> with a crossbow, not a gun. Oh my god. Uh, and then so the new the, Barristan Selmy gets mad. Yeah, that's what I was gonna go to. Uh we had we had our new Barristan Selmy and Sir yeah. Harold, uh, who was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. So we'll probably see him pull a Barristan Selmy and go sure. over to uh catch Rainis, uh, probably grab the dragon's tail on the ride for a ride over. He's just hitchhiking. Yeah. Right. And she, I'm she, surprised he didn't like die. Um, yeah. I'm surprised he was able to just walk out. He just took off his little cloak and folded it up nicely and handed <laughs> it over and was like, y'all holler at me when there's actual king because we don't have a real one as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And uh, it just hit me up. But yeah, I mean, Kristen Cole's bitch ass. He tried to, you know, draw a sword. But like, I mean, the, I, I'm assuming that maybe because of his position they they either respect they must have respected him enough to not have him meet the same fate as like some of the other people who clearly disagreed with them but um i am kind of surprised that he was able to just walk out not only of that room but just like just in general like they didn't send anybody for him to like meet him at at the gate or anything like that and off him or nothing yeah what's his name again sir harold sir harold yeah, pretty sure. What? Um, and it wasn't as badass as Barristan Selmy's exit. No. Uh, like when they pulled the swords and he's like, come on, I'll cut through you like paper. I'll like, cut through. Yeah, Even now I can cut through you like I was carving a cake. <laughs> Is that Edgar from Men in Black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's the same thing as like, um, you know, some people were like, oh, all those people are going to die. The people that wouldn't bend the knee. And I was like, those people are not going to die. You can't, you know, if the, the easiest way to get all of their household and sworn bannermen and everybody to go to Ranieri's is to kill them, right? Yeah. Like you need them as hostages so you can at least like sue for peace or or hostage negotiation, right. things like that. Like I think they let him go because they're trying to make this look legitimate and not like a coup. And the easiest way to make this look like a coup is to like kill the king's guard, kill the head of the king's guard, you know. Um, just let him retire. Oh, he's he's just like Barris. It's literally just like Barris and Selmy. Like, let him retire. He's he's real old, you know. Well, he did, wasn't even retired. He was retired. They, she said, "You're done." Uh, yeah. In Game of Thrones, you're you're out of here. And he was like, "Fuck no, no, this is you can't take my job. You can't fire me. I quit." <laughs> You'll be given um, a generous severance package. And they did kill somebody. They killed uh, that yeah. one dude. They kind of strung him up. Um, yeah. Uh, they kind of strung him up. <laughs> kind of strung him up. Because oh, they what? thought he yeah, was... Just, just kind of half-assed it. Because he yeah. bent the knee, but didn't... But, you know, they, they've, you know, 
Captain. He had his fingers crossed when he did it. And they saw <laughs> yeah, he was it. like, yeah. uh, long live the king. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, where's the nearest horse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Laris, of course, is the one that caught him. Uh, he kind of watched him half-ass kneel, like, uh, long live yeah. the king. Um, and then was the one to stop him on his way out. Brought him back, and he's like, yeah, I saw him. It was... It was his heart wasn't in it. <laughs> just such, yeah. such dumb shit. But I you're right, believe... Bob, Like they're gonna now go to Rainey's. Yeah, I want to believe there was a scene between him kneeling and then like trying to Amstray and him getting captured, where Laris <laughs> went up to him. He was like, "Trying to leave the city, are we? I could look the other way if you showed me your tootsies." And he was like, "What? Get the fuck out of here! Weird. I'd rather die. Oh, seize him. That can be arranged." <laughs> Uh, it is it's it, it's a dumb move um but yeah they killed him so that uh uh what the hell because i did watch one of the breakdowns and did a, a little bit of skimming um began with an m his name i can't remember what it is god damn it you know should be more prepared for this shit <laughs> why start fine. now i know you know we're, we're two days late and we somehow have less information they don't come to us for uh for they come to us for they come to us for for funny commentary and hard-hitting alt-right uh news <laughs> yeah in bits and bits and bits uh, anything else from that uh pledging of fealty other than the one dude well there was also uh, fell house fell i think it was that um that woman that also was like not gonna do it yeah oh. it's, it's, clear that, it's clear that we're dealing with a more split um kingdom than we were with like let's say joffrey's initial ascension right and that led mm -hmm. to the five kings like the people in that throne room were like look i already swore to somebody else i can't just undo that because you said you yeah. know like there was we're 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 gonna see a lot of blood uh and but this time there's fewer people with legitimate claims you know we're basically dealing with like the war of two monarchs um mm. you know there's not going to be a king in the north this time there's not going to be you know uh a weird pirate there's just going to be two targaryens going yeah, it, going at it's it. also going to be funny when somebody like tries to get the starks involved next episode like, the Stark, did you say next episode? I think we're going to see a Stark next episode based Holy on like, shit. let's go. Yeah. Cause like they, they like, it's funny, like all this stuff's happening and you're like, <laughs> Starks are just like doing exactly what they want to do all the time, which is just fuck off in Winterfell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we're part of the kingdom, but like, they're, they're up there to be tannery just going, it's not warm enough. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're like, shit, we either like, we got to get like some food together because <laughs> the next winter is going to suck. <laughs> Uh, how about the uh, the kit fights? That was oh something. Oh my god! Filing Ugh. their teeth and sharpening their nails, and apparently Aegon's involved in this. And, and the implication is that Aegon, when it, he sends his bastards there, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, brutal, brutal, yeah, he's, that's some shit. I mean, you go around, you got a bunch of kids out there, and you know that's what you're doing with them. I mean, yeah, the, the, he's a piece of shit, and he's just like he's trying to drive it home and let everyone know that he's a piece of shit. I do everything that I'm not supposed to. Do not let me get on that throne. But yeah, I mean, we're gonna ignore it anyway. He was like, "Look, I have a bunch of bastards around the city. That's the least of your worries right now, right? Like, I am into oh, dog fighting. No, 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 no. children. No, yeah, yeah. sharpened children. I'm really into this. <laughs> yeah." Um, I, you know, I also like it, it's fascinating what this show like. It's I guess what I say is the hair color stuff is very convenient, right? It's like Aegon's out in fucking flea bottom or whatever, fucking left, right, and center, and all his kids have like blonde hair. Even though that must be the most recessive of recessive genes. Uh, you know, meanwhile, Rhaenyra can't have a single fucking black haired kid. Baratheon, all his kids are brown haired. Lannister, gold haired. Like, it's just, you know, Jon Snow, meanwhile, you know, black hair. Sorry if that's a spoiler for anybody. Yeah. Um, Who's Jon Snow? 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm just like it's like okay like you know this is fine like i like i'd rather it be easy than difficult to some extent but like i'm like so so Aegon goes around fucking indiscriminately and we're clocking his bastards perfectly mm-hmm. they have to do yeah. something to make it easier because this episode introduced eric and Arik. so like come on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As if shit wasn't already confusing. The naming enough. conventions are just absolutely fucked. So you know we, they had to give us something. Well, there's also uh, that I saw in one of the breakdowns: the children of Aegon and Helena, Jaharis, Jahara, and one name that's not like those two. I can't remember what it is. Carl. Ted. Randy. We also had an appearance from the uh, white worm, white perm. White worm? Uh, and... <laughs> white perm? <laughs> and can I ask what this accent is? Oh, there was a lot of discussion about this online. Oh, it, yeah. Yes, it you can definitely... ask. <laughs> it was like someone put like an accent creator and just like hit random three times. Like, it was like Patois and like like almost like kind of Caribbean, but also yeah, like Australian. Some Caribbean and... tones in there. Yeah, I'm curious, like, where the actual actor is from. Like, where is she from? I'm and, looking it like, up right now. Yeah, I do. I do think like, when you search her name, it just it start it goes accent, <laughs> and then it says explained. I, I do. I do think it's it's like that's that's not a bridge too far to think like, well, this is a different globe. So, like, there could be sure. accents that we're not familiar with here, but sure. it just did feel like you couldn't triangulate it. Like, it kept changing. So, mm-hmm. so you know. she's from Lys, which is one of the free cities. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the books, apparently, or George R. R. Martin just says this, uh, uh, that her accent is a musical, flowing, liquid tongue. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Lys is where Lord Varys is from. Yeah. And uh, Doria from uh, from seasons one of two of Game of Thrones. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, but yeah. well, like, where's the actress that. from? Like <laughs> the actress, actress. Uh, Where's she hail from? It's like Kansas, <laughs> <laughs> Tom's well, River, New Jersey. Apparently, she's British and she talks with a fucking British. Sorry, I'm, I'm like oh. cursing up a storm uh yeah but uh gonna be explicit yeah she's uh she's i think she she appears to just be british okay all right yeah it definitely sounds caribbean-ish there's there's some caribbean in there to me and that's all i can really hear um yeah i'm gonna be listening for others now too um mm-hmm. hey y'all me got some secrets <laughs> 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 Anyone who wants to know the secret? <laughs> if she if she says something bumbleclot, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm Me out. the real white worm. <laughs> who bred ya? <laughs> I'm come out sounding like Tommy oh, Wiseau like, next. She says she <laughs> says it's just not Irie at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We have. Uh, what do you think? What do you think this leaves things with Otto and Allison? <clears throat> Tense. Yeah, yeah, not great. Tense. Not great, Bob. <laughs> I mean, like they literally both sent henchmen out, and uh, you know, so that's gonna that's gonna be a little tense in the old the uh, least, Sunday sure. dinners. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is the first episode where Allison is like, hold up, I, I I can't trust my dad. Like, he completely did all this shit behind my back. Um, even though, like, I guess the, the assumption was that, um, you know, that they were all on the same page in terms of what they wanted. But I think Allison was still trying to hold on to some level of respect and some level of dignity. Um, especially yeah. given the way that that dinner last episode, that last supper for uh, Viserys went, because um, yeah. the, the the way that shit went down was just completely shady and and um, yeah, just completely threw her off guard. So 
And I think it also illustrates like th- like this episode, and I'm sure next episode is it illustrates like what the what the uh, absence of Viserys really means, right? Because like we're all saying like, oh, Viserys was a weak ruler, like he was, you know, he was a bad king and all this stuff. But over the last eight episodes, there was there have been you know there's been implicit violence and stuff like that i mean obviously there have been a couple like you know dagger in the dark type murders but like you look at what happens and like you're like oh like most of this shit has been achieved through trickery through deal making through bribery and stuff like that and that is what uh like that is what Viserys wanted right he like that's what he demanded that's what that's the entire mandate of his kinghood was doing that and now he's dead and now violence is on the table and it's immediately on the table and it's starting to create fractures like we're seeing like Allison is like already like oh wait you know like like listen like I'm look you know bust some heads and stuff like that but this has got to be peaceful. And no, we're not just going to kill Rhaenyra and her children. Mm-hmm. We've got it. We're going to give her an offer. And um, and Otto is like, no, fuck that. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the the offer is is a swift death. Like that's the offer. Yeah, Otto and, was like, oh, so you don't want to kill your little childhood friend, huh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and so I think we're going to see some fract, like some inter-team fractures soon because, like, the the rule book that everybody thought we were playing with up until now is gone. And it's like, Oh, like, uh, you know, is, if it comes to war, is Damon going to do it, handle it the same way Rhaenyra would? No. True. True. Is, you know, uh, we already seen what Otto's doing. Like is, I'm, I'm trying to think who else are on either of these sides, but like, you know, how's Rhaenys going to act? Mm-hmm. Is Amon gonna just fucking? How's Rhaenys you know, gonna act? How's she's gonna, she's gonna bust well, We know Rhaenys is Rhaenys is gonna like not end things when she could have. So we know so, what she's up to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I just think that like um that was like another thing that I was really looking for in this episode. This this definitely does illustrate like how little the ruling class in this world think of you know the the underclass because. Renice, in an act of mercy, decided to like hold back, but they like, did not think of just busting through that floor. And and we're all going like, see, she's 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 got temperament. She's uh, <laughs> she, she's she can hold her anger back. Meanwhile, like I, I swear, yeah, like a hundred people died. Yeah, dozens of people. Uh, the other person to factor in <clears throat> is, of course, the king, the the new king, quite cruel. Uh, and it seemed like by the end, he was like, ah, this ain't so bad. Yeah, I mean, he's got this the crown and the sword yeah, of the conqueror. This, so this he ain't kinda... so bad. And holding his uh, his sword up, holding up black fire, and everybody kind of chanting, um, long live the king, or whatever they were saying, yeah. um, right before uh, Rainey's comes crashing through. Um, yeah. So how is he going to react in the next in the next week? Is he just going to send his, what do they got, two dragons now, three dragons? Yeah. <clears throat> He's going to continue. I'm pretty sure he's going to continue to be a piece of shit. And he's just going to lean into it now that he has power and he has, he actually has um, some sort of validation. And not only like it's, it's, there's a lot more people in general in, in who are there present um, at that coronation uh, who are cheering for him and who are down with it. And to me, it kind of reminded me of like, when Trump kind of became a thing, not to turn it into a real life political thing, but um, like when Trump became a thing and he kind of like emboldened these people to kind of speak out and be like, yo, it's okay to cheer. It's okay to speak out. And it's okay to like share with everybody that I'm down with this coup. I'm down with this, you know? And cause I think people were at first reluctant. Yeah. (laughs) People were reluctant to kind of clap even when they, um, when everything was going down and, I think once there was a few people cheering, they were like, okay, so I can, I can like openly 
express how much I don't want this woman to be our queen. Like I'm, we're all traditionalists and we're, we're down to stick with, you know, the shit that we grew up knowing and what's been going on for the past couple, you know, generations or whatever. Yeah. I think also like we saw um, to some extent, like we kind of saw this happen, right. With like Queen Elizabeth's death, right. Like there was like, you know, Prince Charles has been a public figure for 60 years. Uh, he's not particularly uh, handsome. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say he's not particularly inspiring, but there were people there to cheer him on. You know, there are people who are just like, I like monarchy. <laughs> I can't yeah. get anything. You know, I just like a ruler. Um, and if, you know, somebody gets coronated, I'm, cl- I'm going to be there clapping for it. People just um, like the norm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of this, there's a lot of comfort in that. So, you know, if they don't have peace, at least they can have familiarity. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, going back to that twin uh, deal again, the race to find Aegon. That was one of the more half-hearted fights I felt like this series has put together. And I'm speaking about all of Game of Thrones. Um no one, I don't think any blows landed. I don't think anybody died. I think uh, this is the Kristen Cole Amund versus the twins. Yeah, because I, yeah, I think. Go, go ahead. ahead. I, well, I think I think that um, there kind of might might have been an understanding of like, hey guys, like same team, kind of like like no one needs to shed blood here. We're both we're both we're both trying to find the same guy to install. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think there's a little. I don't. I'm I'm still a little confused as to what the difference would have been if, you know, if it had gone the other way, if the other squad had like come through with him. Like, like what what really was the point of that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then one of the twins left the other there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's headed. He's like, fucking um, off to Yeah, I'm out of here. He's fucking off the Dragonstone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think that was the one that went to get Rainey's. Right. This twin stuff is annoying. <laughs> it's just as annoying as like name mix-ups where it's like, all right, so now I gotta keep track of the same actor or whatever. I don't know if it's the same actor. Or well, this is the two third twins. or fourth set of twins within yeah. this season so far. Because you have the um Lannister twins. Uh you oh, have God, the right. uh t- Lanor and Lena. Uh at least have- they're these twins gender. and Bela and um the uh, Damon uh, they, yeah Damon's kids are are, are twin girls as well I believe Jesus. oh are they really too many twins I believe so yeah too many yeah uh real quick before we uh get to the end here uh, I need your help with something I have a list of the the dragons that we've seen so far so I'm just curious where they land because we have Cyrax Eek. and that is Rhaenyra's dragon right. Uh, Caraxes, that's Damon. Mm-hmm. Valerian the Black Dread is dead. Dead. Uh, yeah, it's a skull. Uh, sea Smoke was Lanor, and that is TBA. We, we're, we're unsure where Sea Smoke ends up. Uh, Dreamfire is in the show. Do we know who Dreamfire belongs to? Dreamfire is, uh, is, uh, uh, Beast Under the Boards. Uh, yeah, that's, that's Helena. Renises. No, that's Melee's. Melee's, uh, Melee's, Melee's. No, I think it's Helena's, isn't it? Is it? Helena's got a dragon. Oh, maybe not. I, don't know. I, I thought it was. I, I thought. I thought that I was. Thought she uh, fire. Hold up, I'll look it up. Thank you. Uh, so, Vagar, <laughs> we know belongs to Aemon. Uh, Melee's is Rainey's. How about that? Um, and there's Vermax. Ver- and I'm reading this. Vermax first appears as an adolescent dragon in episode six, when a young Jace Valerian. Um, attempts to teach him Dracarys. Okay, so we did see that. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Sunfire, which is uh, Aegon's, and then Arax, uh, who is Lucerus. So it seems like Team Black has a few more. A few yeah, more than the others. But it's that big motherfucker. It's big. <laughs> it's a big old. one. Um, yeah. Dreamfire is Helena's. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. All right. 
Yeah, so it's not exactly even, although, yes, uh, Vagar is massive. So there we go. All right. Any other thoughts? Anything that uh, that I skipped over? I mean, we know uh, Amon lost his virginity, and we yeah yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, we got and to he see. He didn't love it. Yeah, he uh, didn't love it. Going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So uh, well, then we'll him. get to uh, who won the week, who lost the week. Uh, let's start with the losers, Marsley. Um, for me, I think the loser of the episode among a lot of people, but I think the biggest loser was Allison because every bit of power that she thought she had was kind of like, we learned that she didn't have it. So, um, seeing the dynamic between her and Laris, it, it skeeved us all out. I'm sure for, except for, you know, those people who are into that thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, we see that it wasn't just this like this relationship where they're meeting and having dinner and like telling secrets and he's kind of just doing her these favors so that one day he's going to be able to um, cash in. Um, it was a lot more than that. You know, he, she mm -hmm. she has to give something. She's actively giving something and it's it's gross. It's a, it's a weird dynamic and that immediately removes power from her. And then we see how, what happens at the table at the round table at the council um, and how Otto really just ripped every bit of power that she thought she had up from under her. And he yeah. just took control. It didn't even take two seconds for uh, Otto to be like, all right, so this is what happened. The the king dead, the king's dead. Um, who's in favor. All right, cool. Like this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And she didn't yeah. even blink moving forward. Yeah. And so yeah. I think she's shell shocked by it all. And she, you know, is, is probably extremely, confused and a mix of emotions and all that but and, yeah i think she's definitely the biggest loser and renice kind of reads her for filth on that front right? yeah like, that was another good scene like renice is like you want it like you've been king like viserys has been rotting in his bed for 10 years and you've been king and now you're now you want your dipshit son that you hate that you openly hate <laughs> yeah. to be king and you saw how they treated you in that small council room mm -hmm. the second viserys was dead yeah they don't need you anymore they're yeah. like it's like it, it's just like uh uh tywin you know he's he's he just needs he just needs somebody strong to control yeah or somebody weak to control rather right gotcha somebody, yeah, yeah. Huh? rob everyone who had general admission tickets to the coronation <laughs> <laughs> standing room only was yeah, like, SROs. everyone who was in the pit everyone who was in the uh in, in the pit Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you yeah, like because there was, if you didn't get hit with the dragon coming up, all of that debris just came right back down. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a shame. David, who lost the week for you? Uh, to me, it's uh, is it Beesberry? Is that Bees? Is that how it was Beesberry? Lord Beesberry? Yeah, Lord Beesberry. I mean, you know, I mean, there are so many really like uh worthy losers this week. Yeah um but i just I, I guess like i mean and like look we haven't even talked about like the child i mean we have talked about the child fighting but it's like it's hard like we just so watch six-year-olds with razor teeth uh mauling each other and then i'm like this old white guy who had a nice run uh <laughs> like but i i feel bad for beesberry because uh i don't think he knew it was like that yet <laughs> i don't think he I think he I thought he I think he thought they were still at the conversation phase when he got his fucking head smashed in. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. And oh man, what a what a nice way to ring the bell on that episode. Say, hey mm -hmm. guys, here we go. Like <laughs> the time for bullshit has passed. I'll put a little extra on that sit down a little bit. Uh for me, lost the week. I'm gonna go with Aegon as the uh, as the loser uh, for both sides of the situation. He's now the king, but he's acting like a piece of shit. Um, he has the opportunity; he's spitting on the opportunity to be a good person and be a good king. And the other side, he doesn't want it, and he's being forced into this situation. So, though, although he is a piece of shit, and I can't stand him, uh, and he's played very well by the by the actor. He shouldn't have to. 
it's it's his it's his family and the rules that are p- pushing him into this rather than him just being able to fuck off to uh lease or any of the other free cities and have a good yeah. time so yeah. he's my he lost the week Poor for guy. me uh, and who won <laughs> it for you um god who won it oh oh i mean listen first of all let me say one more time that i do not so i literally like this is like zero joke and i do not support foot fetishism i am sex positive <laughs> in all other ways who's the only other person you know with the foot fetish fucking rex ryan like i don't know anybody who's not a villain who's super into that shit <laughs> um sound off in the comments if you have something to say to me i'll take on you that fetishes. like button um, no, I am not Tarantino. Got something. I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah. make it clear that I do not support that. I support literally, not literally, but basically almost every kink that is safe and consensual. But <clears throat> foot, foot people freak they they freak me out. It's not right. <laughs> um, that said, Laris is the winner. Laris is the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never saw that come never... he's, getting, he's getting free <laughs> <laughs> foot clan uh, <laughs> this little piggy <laughs> he, he pops open a can of corn he pours it on the ground he's like could you um you, uh, step in this yeah for a little bit? some grapes yeah uh, you know what's crazy too i feel so bad for allison because like she when was the last time she had a positive sexual encounter with anybody? Never. I don't think she's ever. I mean, maybe, maybe Kristen she... Cole might eventually, like you know. Yeah, but, but I don't know. I think Kristen Cole has like gone completely like, like, like warrior priest. I don't know if Kristen Cole. No, I think she's never had one. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. it's yeah. it's bad. God, oof, Rob, who won the week? For uh, you? Oh, uh, Kristen Cole. Uh, he had a very good week. He 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 smashed an egg, and uh, and he became head of the Kingsguard. He went from yeah. almost a... committing seppuku in by the God's God's tree or the uh, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, and now he's like he's top of the top of the pops. Yeah, and he had lines in the coronation. How about that? I don't think <clears throat> yeah. he was yeah. I think he kind of took that liberty, but that's fine. <laughs> He's um, always taking liberties. Marcel. It just didn't happen at rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the week for you? Uh, Otto Hightower, easily sure. for me. Um, I mean, he he got everything that he's wanted since episode one. Um, for the past couple of decades, he's been plotting on this moment. And everything kind of just happened. Uh, and And because he got things in motion before um Viserys actually passed away there was no time hesitate he didn't hesitate a bit and um yeah he he we realized how much power he actually had amongst the council which translates into how much power he not only has um you know he has had but like how much power he's going to have uh, mm-hmm. because with his grandson um on the throne and again Allison is just like was just uh, a I guess just a chess piece. And yeah, he was the the puppet master the entire time. So I think Otto got it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh for me, I'm going Rainies. Um, she got loosed. She got freed by the um by one of the twins, got let out, then got swept like a log on the river by the crowd, right where she wanted to go, snuck on down and made a statement. Big old statement, of course, uh killing dozens in the process. Um, but yeah, she's now yep. on her way, flying hundreds of miles to Dragonstone uh, to let Rhaenyra what's let know what's going on. Real quick, um, I know we, we didn't really dive into this much, but what would have happened if she offed everybody? Like if she just, you know, Dracarys and just killed everybody, and then then flew to Dragonstone and, and told them like, "Hey, this is what happened. This is what I did." So sus- ten would just be the uh, Layla piano theme playing underneath it, with uh, <laughs> pictures of the actors and where they ended up. I think, I think she, I think she flies that dragon not to Dragonstone, but just two minutes down the road to the Red Keep and just gets on the throne. Like, 
who said who says no like it's just musical chairs i i think she i think it what no matter what it just winds up being in that scenario it's rhaenyra comes you know shows up eventually and says i'm the queen thanks for keeping it warm for me thanks for yeah i mean that seems like such a better option like i that's like i'm trying to figure out like i would love to just interview rainies just for you know like two minutes just like you know let's do a quick q a um i don't know if y'all saw the the quote from the uh the producer or whatever yeah it was where they were like this is like that was the strong choice like we see uh you know we see people yeah that far too often that was that we have three more seasons at least choice yeah yeah um she is what says it resonates that's the mark of greatness it resonates with what we're going through right now in our world with russia the choice not to drop bombs is the greater choice nah fuck that That, that's not (laughs) dropping a bomb that's That's not a bomb that's a that's a that's a surgical strike at the yeah dropping a bomb is like releasing your dragon in the middle of like a crowd of <laughs> thousands that was more, of that was more like oh, and i'm sorry that was that was rhaenyra's that was rhaenys's actor who said that yeah so of course she had to come up with a justification for yeah, her yeah sure 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 yeah because i mean again i know like uh, one of y'all said it before but yeah you you kill a few people to spare like just not to avoid a war because like i i don't think too many common folk would have um you know opposed i mean obviously people are going to have their their feelings about um a, a woman being on the throne of course like it's still going to be there um misogyny is always a thing but like i don't know like if she if she killed everybody and was like hey like this is what happened like they were trying to start it they were doing a coup in literally in the middle of a coup um and i stopped it yeah um and yeah it, it just see, it would have seen like all right that was a very heroic thing that you did and you could be whatever you want to be besides the queen mm-hmm. uh, Queen too yeah yeah all right uh i think that'll do it then we'll wrap up here uh back next week for the finale first season already coming to to an end uh thank you marcely thank you rob thank you david thank you all for listening Bye. bye, bye.